The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is our number three of VSIN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. Hour number three, we're going to devote it, Wes, to. The Reynolds Wrap, mm-hmm. our number three. We'll get to that in just a bit, talking all things Week 18 in the National Football League. But first, let's update you guys on some scores around the association. Uh, right now, the Denver Nuggets and the Cleveland Cavaliers in a little bit of a delay. I believe the rim, once again, in Denver is uh, not stable. So they had to break out the, I don't know what they're using, like a protractor or, mm-hmm. or, a, or a leveler or what's going on, but... uh uh, the Nuggets have a 96-82 lead on the Cleveland Cavaliers. No spread total or money line that's posted right now uh, at DraftKings. But the Clippers look like they're going to catch another L. Timberwolves are up 106-88. Minnesota laying 16.5 totals at 237.5. Yeah, Clippers obviously shorthanded with no Kawhi, no Paul George on a back-to-back, even though they didn't play in the second half. So there was maybe a possibility that they would go, but they did not uh, – and then the line adjusted to six, and Minnesota looks like they're going to cover that. Uh, back to Denver real quick. Uh, the MVP update we were talking about. Uh, Jokic, by the way, 26 points, 12 rebounds, and eight assists tonight. So nothing that's going to necessarily hurt his campaign. Love to see that. Jokic stuff in the stat sheet, as always. Uh, the Miami Heat and the Phoenix Suns, the national TV nightcap game over on ESPN. Heat are up 44-42. to 42. Right now, Miami's laying two and a half totals at 204 and a half. So this continues to be kind of a grinded out type of game. Yeah, and, and you kind of figured it might be because Phoenix coming on that trip, I believe the Heat, uh, yeah, this is their last game on a long road trip because they've been out on the West Coast for a, for a minute at least. So uh, Miami, the uh, uh, last game on the trip, you know, and, and uh, I think they, when did they start this trip? Okay, they started it on the 30th, uh, Losing at Denver, and then they beat the Jazz on New Year's Eve, and then they split in L.A., uh, beat the Clippers, lost to the Lakers on Wednesday. So, you know, fifth game, two and two, your goal, I mean, your goal is to win every game, but your goal is to have a winning road trip. When you're an East going West or a West going East, you know, you go three and two on a five-game trip, that's a successful trip. So that's why I did kind of lean Miami in this spot. And plus Phoenix, you know, first game home off a a road trip, that is usually a spot I would look to go against that home team more often than not. All right. Well, how about the Lakers? Off to a pretty good start here. Still early in the first quarter, so don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. But 
LA's up 33-21 against the Atlanta Hawks. Lakers now laying five and a half. It closes about three-point dogs, total up to 246 and a half. Yeah, nine so far for Dennis Schroeder. He leads the Lakers. Uh, LeBron with uh, with just five right now. So Atlanta, look, this is another team that's uh, been on the road. Now, they got one more in L.A. too, by the way. Oh, they got to play the Clippers is that on sun- Sunday. Oh, God, what are they going to do Saturday? <laughs> yeah, now, now, that, now that isn't one of those afternoon games, though. Oh, okay, okay. Because, uh, you know, if you go to the Crypto.com arena, sometimes the Clippers, especially if both teams are at home, it's like the Clippers often played in the afternoon where it's at 1230 yeah. Pacific start. So. They at least get a you know late start uh, on Sunday night, so you know that mitigates a little bit of that Saturday night in Los Angeles type yeah. of deal that we talked about the other night. It's going to be Friday night and Saturday night for those guys. They're pulling a double header for the nightlife. I can tell you that right now. Yes, <laughs> it's going to be. A, I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun if you're out there in the Los Angeles area. You might see Trey Young if you go to a certain club or two. Um, yeah, let's see if he's uh, <laughs> if he's uh, shooting bottles in the waste baskets on the street and missing by about 20 feet. <laughs> Not that I've ever seen him do that. (laughs) Exciting player, but man, that shooting percentage, uh, that shot selection can be the lightest fluorescent green. Look, I'd be like Nate McMillan. I'd get frustrated with this guy. I'm like, how could you not? Okay, I'm going to give you a little bit of freedom, dude, but. How could you know that, that that late possession against Golden State where he just kind of like threw it up there trying to draw a foul and he's looking for the call. He doesn't get back on defense. Golden State scores. You know, he's a tough guy to coach. Well, with the NBA going on, we'll keep our eyes on that um, as we move throughout here in this final hour. But wanted to start the Reynolds Wrap now here. Uh, And if you're unfamiliar with the Reynolds Wrap, this is when we get Wes's in-game betting strategies for each of the game. Now in the fall, this was mainly a college football segment. But guess what? There's only one college football game left. So now it's a National Football League segment here, Wes. And we get two games on Saturday and then the remaining 14 games upcoming on Sunday. And then the NFL regular season is done. Uh, But right now, going in rotation order, let's start. In Duval County, this will be the nightcap game. Mm -hmm. In Duval County, kicking off at 515 West Coast time, 815 over on the East Coast. Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the Tennessee Titans in what is the AFC South title game. Jacksonville right now laying six and a half. The consensus number total is at 40. How do you go about betting this game, Wes? Yeah, and I did play uh, uh, the uh, pre-flop number. I played six and a half, which has now come back, mm-hmm. apparently, in, in the market here with Tennessee. And that was just, it was almost like a psychological thing here because Jacksonville, of course, it's all right there for them. Now, you, you know, you win at home against a team you beat a few weeks ago on the road in Tennessee, albeit a very banged-up Tennessee team, and not that they're exactly totally healthy here, but now all of a sudden, like, the expectations change a little bit because it's like, now this was a rebuilding year. This was, okay, let's just improve. We got a good culture here. We got a coach we respect and that respects us. And then... You know, now it's your division to win, essentially. It's on your racket, so to speak, to use a tennis term. But Tennessee, you know, been there, done that. This is Johnny come lately versus Johnny been here a while, and Tennessee has been here a while. And even with everything against them, even with all these dudes they've had on injured reserve, I believe they lead the league in players that have been on injured reserve this year in Jacksonville, I think had the least or the second least. So you look at that. And it seems like it's logical. It's like, okay, Jacksonville handled these guys a few weeks ago. We saw Tennessee last on Thursday night. However, you didn't see the full Tennessee. You saw a lot of guys sit out. You saw Jeffrey Simmons, the defensive tackle, get rested, Derrick Henry. Because Mike Vrabel's just looking for healthy bodies. But Mike Vrabel, this is kind of like his spot with Tennessee. I think he's uh, 70%. I think it, I think it was 21-9. and nine. I'm trying to recall if I got that right. But I know it was 70%. As a dog of three or more, Mike Vrabel mm-hmm. in his career. So, you know, didn't cover against Dallas, but they were playing pretty much a JV team against Dallas on Thursday night. A few extra days of rest, by the way, for Tennessee. And all the pressure, I think, being on Jacksonville. So I did take that with Tennessee. It's correlated too. I think if you like Tennessee, you're gonna like the under with Josh Dobbs starting on the road. Keep in mind, he's got one start already this year. I thought he was decent against Dallas. Wasn't his fault they took a 14-point loss, but this guy was on the practice squad earlier this year for Detroit. 
And now all of a sudden he is starting to win you a division in the loser leave town match that is the AFC South. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these stats here from Mike Vrabel against the spread. Uh, as an underdog since he took over in 2018, he's 24-16 and 1. Mm-hmm. Now, let me see what he is as an away underdog. He is as an away dog 14-10 and 1. So he he has a very good winning percentage. Now I know like there's other yeah. stats that have as a dog of a field goal or more. Yeah, that factors into it as well. I'm just looking at it as a pure underdog, but still, even as a pure underdog, Vrabel covers the spread more often than not. Um, and I agree with you. I think Jacksonville being in this situation of okay, expectation mm-hmm. is you win this game by margin, mm-hmm. and this is a young team and. I don't know if they quite have the know-how. I think they're still going to win the game. Yeah. But I think Tennessee and what Rabel's been able to do and staying close in these in these games, he just knows how to do it. He's a very experienced coach. Now, Doug Peterson's a hell of a coach as well. He's oh, won a Super Bowl. But Rabel, I think, with the time to prepare and getting those guys rested over those 10 days after the Dallas game, I think that's going to help out a lot in Tennessee making this a pretty close game, in my opinion. Yeah, and I also think this could be correlated to the under. Tennessee, 11-5 and to the under this season. And look, you're dealing with Joshua Dobbs. I mean, they're going to rely heavily on Derrick Henry, you would think, against Mm -hmm. uh, even though Jacksonville better against the run than they are against the pass. Doug Peterson's also been an under coach. Going back to his time at Philadelphia and plus his uh, one season here in Jacksonville where he's 5-2 and to the under at home, 33 and 14 as a head coach at home to the under. Trevor Lawrence, by the way, 12 and 4 in his two seasons now starting uh, at home to the under. So, gosh, this seems like a man, this seems like a 20 to 17 or yeah. a, you know, 16 to 13. Yeah, like this seems like a really low scoring game. I know that's a low total, but I think it's low for a reason. Now, week 18 is also the money-making week of the NFL season for those of us with futures tickets on division winners, mm-hmm. win totals, and all that stuff. If you're holding some Jags tickets, I know our producer Matt Santos is holding some Jags to win the division. Yes. I got some Jags to win the division from a couple weeks ago, so it's not at a big number. It's at like plus 110 when Ryan Tannehill was ruled out for the rest of the season. But I also have some Jags to make the playoffs at 7-1. to one. So I have a couple of tickets that I'm hoping to cash if Jacksonville can win yeah, this game. Yeah, and this game. is absolutely the right move to hedge. Yeah, th- exactly. That's, that's what I think. Like, So I think for the viewers at home who maybe have some 5-1s, to one, some some 20-1s to ones on the Jags, you would then take those 6.5 to try to shoot for that middle there. No question about it, I, yeah. I think, in, in a low-scoring game like this. Uh, and and I know I don't want to go through all the scenarios, but <laughs> you, know, you, can, you can still get two teams in the AFC South somehow in the playoffs. There's a lot of stuff that has to happen, mm. though. Who do you think wins the game? I think Jacksonville, but I but Same. I like but I like Tennessee at six and a half. I think this could be a field goal game here. Uh, ten, Tennessee's defense, keep in mind, before all these injuries, I think at one point they were like number one in DVOA against the run. Really so good. you know, I don't know if Jacksonville is going to get a lot, especially with Jeffrey Simmons now back healthy and Danico Autry now can Tennessee get some better news in terms of the defense, in yeah. terms of the defensive the, secondary. Yeah, the secondary, yeah. If Christian Fulton can go and these guys, then all of a sudden, I think, uh, and I think those guys were limited practice. That's why maybe this moved back to six and a half. Yeah. I think they'll go. I think this is an all-hands-on-deck situation. Yeah, 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 no time to rest here. Yeah. You're going. If, yeah. if you can walk, you're going. Yeah, because Tennessee has to win to get into the playoffs. There's no lose and get in for them. Jacksonville still has a backdoor way to get there as well. We'll get to the rest of this Week 18 slate on the other side. It's VEASAN Live Bet tonight. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the Circus Resort and Casino. We're going to get back to the NFL. Reynolds wrap coming up here just shortly, but just to get you guys updated on some scores from around the NBA, Denver Nuggets lead the Cleveland Cavaliers 104-94 in the Rocky Mountains. Then you have the Timberwolves who are up 114-98 against the Clippers, currently laying 14.5, total at 236.5. At halftime, Miami up on Phoenix, 51-46. The Heat laying 4.5 in-game total at 200.5. That game keeps trending towards the under, and then in Los Angeles, still early in the second quarter, Lakers have a 15-point lead against the Atlanta Hawks, 45-30. Lala laying 7.5, total 244.5. So those are your NBA scores. Anything for you, Wes, in any of these NBA games? No, no, just going to hold on, see if maybe that Oladipo prop is going to get there. He had 7 in the first half, over 16.5 points in assists. All right, well, let's get back to the Reynolds wrap here because we got a lot to get to in the NFL and only three segments to do it. Uh, tomorrow afternoon here in Las Vegas, the Allegiant Stadium. I've already seen some of Chiefs, Chiefs Kingdom mm-hmm. hanging around here at Circa. I saw some uh, Chiefs jerseys And there earlier. are some Chiefs fans, by the way, yeah. that live here in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of transplants here. They definitely come out to play when the Chiefs are in town taking on the Raiders. This is a win and clinch the number one seed situation for the Kansas City Chiefs, who are nine-point favorites. The consensus number total 52 and a half as they go up against Jared Stidham and the silver and black. Ten never showed. I went ahead and took the nine and a half. And look, uh, I think the Raiders, I don't think, even though they're eliminated from the playoffs, this is kind of the Super Bowl for them. I mean, oh, they're, they're going to yeah. be motivated for the Chiefs, I think. So that's why I think the league tried to do this, you know, where you have all divisional games in the final week of the season because you always, you're always judged by your division rivals. And I think certainly uh, the, Ra- the you know no exception here at the Raiders and the Chiefs. Uh, and and look, last week uh, I got there somehow with that stinky underdog with Denver, and they were in the game in the in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter in Kansas City. So this wasn't like a backdoor job. And Denver was getting a big number. I took it last week, uh, easily covered twenty seven twenty four. If you look at Mahomes, as marvelous as he is, and he's likely to win another MVP. Yep. He's 12 and 19 against the number ATS when he's a favorite of seven or more. This is not a Chiefs team, even though they did the last two at home when they beat Seattle, when Seattle had like 10 chances to cover and get inside that number. So that was frustrating if you were on the Seahawks. And then they did cover against the Rams in that last home start for Mahomes when the Rams had Bryce Perkins. So, but, you know, take those two games aside. This Chiefs team doesn't get as much margin as you think. Look, they were life and death to beat Houston. Mm-hmm. Even though they dominated them in the stat sheet, they had to have that walk-off touchdown in overtime to, to go ahead and win. So I think this is a big number to lay on the road, especially with what we saw out of Jarrett Stidham. 
Jared Stidham shredded the 49ers. League's best defense. Yes, D'Amico Ryans, who's probably going to get a bunch of head coaching uh, interviews at least. You know, it might be a year. It might be kind of like the Brian Dable deal Mm -hmm. where interview, hey, we really like you, but you're not quite our guy. And then the next year you get a head coaching job. But D'Amico Ryans will certainly get his fair share of interviews, and deservedly so, because they have been the best defense in the league. Jared Stidham. You know, I'm not. He's not a better quarterback necessarily than Derek Carr in terms of raw ability or talent, but he's a better fit for this system with Josh McDaniels. And he spent some time, you know, obviously in New England as the backup to Brady and backup to, uh, uh, you know, other guys as well, Brian Hoyer. So he knows this system, and and I think you know his stats. If you look at his numbers, they were better than any of Derek Carr's starts pretty much throughout mm-hmm. the season. So. I think this is a big number. I know Kansas City has it to play for, but I'll reiterate what I've said all week on this program. It's all baked into the number. You're not discovering something new like on a Friday or on a Saturday or game morning on Sunday. Be like, man, they win. They get this seed. The market doesn't know. It's it's like those guys know this, and they knew it since Monday and Sunday and even the week before in the look-ahead line. So – you're not necessarily pulling a fast one. That doesn't mean the Chiefs can't cover. And then, obviously, uh, you saw what we had just showed, of course, the uh, motivation for Patrick oh, yeah. Mahomes. Well, let's lay that out there because Mahomes, with 430-plus passing yards in this game, will break Peyton Manning's single-season record of 5,477 passing yards. Now, his prop for passing yards is set at 320-and-a-half uh, and the over-under minus 115 each way there. But Mahomes... I, I mean, I think they're going to try to go for it, but mm-hmm. they're going to try to go for it within the flow of within the game. The game yeah, yeah it's, this it's not going to be like a, let's just jam passes the whole time. Because the most important thing is to try to get the number one seed, even though you know it's apparently going to be a neutral side game. So maybe it's not as important, yeah, as <laughs> it was going to be. But still, I think you, the, I, the rest, I think, yes, is still absolutely, important. that's what you want. And so you know. This is going to be a team thing, so I, they're not going to sacrifice a team goal for Patrick Mahomes to, you know, get a little bit of extra cheddar. Yeah, there's also the other prop that we have from the record-breaking record-breaking specials, I should say, over at DraftKings. So Mahomes needing those 430-plus yards. For Mahomes to get that record, it's plus 650. Now, also on the other side, Justin Jefferson in a game that we'll talk about a little bit later, he needs 194 receiving yards against the Chicago Bears to break Calvin Johnson's single-season receiving yard record of 1964, also at plus six. That maybe could be a little bit more of a possibility, even though he got absolutely shut down last week by Jair Alexander. Jair Alexander talked that talk, but he walked that walk, buddy. He didn't even walk that walk. He was grittying that gritty. Yeah, he was gritty. Yes, he was. And and the fact that Jim Nance on the broadcast said gritty (laughs) – Mr. Hello Friends. He even knows the gritty. Him and Romo. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and Jair Alexander absolutely uh, shut him down. But with Mahomes, I guess it's doable, but 430 yards is a lot. I don't see it. That's a lot. Really. Yeah, I don't see it. That's a lot, especially when your defense might be giving up some to the Raiders based on what I saw last week. Yeah. I'm sure some of you out there might parlay them together. I don't know if it's possible. Yeah. Uh, I wish you the best of luck. I wouldn't do it. I, 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 I think the 194 for Jefferson could be a little possible, even though the Bears curiously took some money today. They did. Well, let's put that game to the side. We'll, yeah, we'll, 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 get, we'll, we'll get to that, get to that later. We'll, we'll stay in um, order. But real quick, Chiefs, do you think they get the win against the Raiders? I think they win, but I, I took the nine and a half with the Raiders. All right. So, yeah, I think the Chiefs win as well. But like you, like you I think this is going to be a really competitive game. Raiders Super Bowl, most definitely, as they try to get a little bit of momentum heading into year two under Josh McDaniels. Let's go to the Pacific Northwest as we continue to go here in rotation order. They're, all the rotation orders are out of whack. It's week 18. Got to mm-hmm. deal with it. Uh, the Rams are taking on the Seahawks. Seattle needs to win to keep their hopes alive, and then they'll watch Sunday Night Football with the Lions and the Packers. But Seattle laying six, total at 41 and a half. I'm on the Rams here. I just I like the way that mm-hmm. they have finished the season. You know, and uh, now, uh, you know, Matthew Stafford, uh, there was the rumor that he was going to come off the IR perhaps perhaps this week and beat the Seahawks to keep his old Lions team alive. That was kind of a little bit of a storyline. Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, but, the, but the Rams are playing hard, and their running game's actually shown signs of life. Like Cam Akers, yeah. it's like, 
looks like a real running back. You know, he was graded like so low in the PFF, you know, the worst starting running back in the league for yards of carry. And look, you can run against the Seattle defense. You can absolutely smash these guys, I think, at the point of attack. Uh, I didn't end up, uh, uh, well, actually, uh, I did buy up to seven, but mm-hmm. I had to play a dollar twenty-five. I'll only buy on like that key number on rare circumstances, yeah. but I ended up doing that. <coughs> I think it's priced in that Seattle. <coughs> oh, <okay. laughs> of course, yeah. right then. <laughs> Maybe Seattle's going to choke in the game. I know. <laughs> I know they're choking like I am, but I think I think Seattle. It's priced in, and I know they got a win last week, so maybe, okay, there's optimism, but that that was kind of a Jets team that even though Mike White returned, that looked DOA to me. Mm-hmm. They they really they really did. And uh, you look, uh, McVay has gotten the better of Carroll in recent years, eight of the last 11. Uh, teams coming off a loss, by the way, uh, of 17 or more, facing which the Rams lost to the Chargers, Facing teams that won by 17 or more, 61% against the number. Wow. So, you know, I thought this was a, a little bit high for, for Seattle. I think Baker Baker has been better despite the fact the Chargers got him last week. They're running the ball. Seattle's offense has been sliding. They have those young offensive tackles, and then the defense is basically a pumpkin right now. Yeah, I, I, this is a game I also took the points. Right? I got plus six and a half with the Rams. I think this is going to be a very, very close game. I think it's going to be a little bit nervy for uh, my friends up there in Seattle and the Pacific Northwest. And also just from a general standpoint in terms of week 18, because we do a lot of live wagering, and we always say in terms of our pro tips, hey, you want to make sure you're watching these games. You really got to watch these games in week 18 because some of these teams who are eliminated might mail it in. Some of them might actually play up to the occasion and treat it like their Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. from a live betting perspective, it's not as easy as, okay, the favorite got down. Let me go ahead and then jam them in the second half. Sometimes when these favorites get down and they have everything to play for, they can get a little tight. I mean, how many people do you think last year were betting the Colts in-game, just kept betting them against Jacksonville? And kept losing a lot of money. So be careful. I will say that. Be careful. There's going to be a surprise in Week 18, at least one. That 100% is. I think it might be the Rams beating the Seahawks. I sprinkled a little on the money line, just in case, because I think that's going to be a really competitive game Sunday afternoon. We'll get to some more games from around the National Football League when we return. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber for only $79 and get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, betting splits, and betting reports. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now and get VSIN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in the NBA. Right now, the Miami Heat lead the Phoenix Suns 61-48. But most importantly in that game, Chris Paul has left the game with right hip soreness. Yep. So uh, not a good sign for a Phoenix team that's already missing Devin Booker for the foreseeable future. Yeah, they they are absolutely thin right now, even though uh, Shamet is back after he missed a couple games. But... Miami starting to uh, extend the lead. Uh, Jimmy Buckets, uh, the leading scorer with 16. Bam with uh, 12 and 8. Lowry and Struess each with 10. And the Lakers are up 62 to 37 on the Atlanta Hawks. Our guest tonight, Danielle Alvari, Vison sports betting analyst. She liked the Lakers. Mm-hmm. She leaned that way. She didn't. I, uh, I did too. Game, she and and, and they've actually, even though this is a disappointing team. 17 and 21. I think they were kind of about right where they are. I didn't think they were going to be good to begin with to start the season, but the team's been pretty good as a home underdog. I think 6 3 and 1 against the number got an outright win over these Miami Heat that we just mentioned and looking like they may do it against Atlanta. However, this is the NBA. (laughs) Exactly. And we have seen these big leads get blown in a hurry. Game hasn't even started as far as I'm concerned. And in the Rocky Mountains, Denver leads Cleveland 121-106 with about 90 seconds to play, so the Nuggets should get another victory there. Uh, But let's get back to the Reynolds wrap here with the NFL, and we'll go to the city of brotherly love where the New York Giants are taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles 
14-point favorites, total 43. The expectation is that Jalen Hurts will play, yeah. and a lot of the giant starters will not play. Yeah, and, and you're already obviously paying the price here, I think, if, if you want to play this. But if I have to, and I don't think that I do, and I don't think that I will, I'd probably lay the, the double digits actually Same. with with with, with Philadelphia. I never I, take it, <laughs> and I I don't I don't lay double digits very often in the NFL. It is very rare, but that's what I think I would do here because you know Philadelphia is look shaky. They we were both on New Orleans last week, and you know New Orleans a uh, good defense, and and Philadelphia you know obviously if hurts out and uh, Minshew in. And, and it's not that Minshew, I think, is bad at running the offense. I just don't know if he's right for that offense necessarily because one of the things about Philadelphia is that they run the ball so well, one of the best in the league, but it's that quarterback. Minshew, yeah. they don't do a lot of design runs for Gardner Minshew. So, you know, that's why I think obviously Hurts being back. Now, Lane Johnson being out has been the key, uh, you know, out for the rest of the regular season. If they get that by, though – that's going to be huge because he might be able to come back from that ankle. And that's what we mentioned last week against New Orleans. It's like, they're going to really miss Lane Johnson. Uh-huh. I think they're like three and 10 since 2020 when he doesn't play a game. Yeah, And he's the third best pass protector in the league per PFF top seven offensive lineman. And it showed last week. Well, it's funny because we were talking about it last Friday. We're like, wow, like I, I can't believe more people aren't making more about Lane Johnson being out. Yeah. And then Sunday morning is when you saw that market heavily bet New Orleans. Oh, yeah. And it ended up closing like four and a half, even some places <clears> four. So I think everyone kind of caught up in the big money. Off, people were like, off. all right, the limits are up. Now we can <laughs> go it's ahead. N- and I bet. mean, quarterbacks obviously matter the most in skill position, guys. But offensive linemen absolutely matter. And then cluster injuries at certain positions, whether it's secondary defensive line look we've seen the secondary with the titans it has absolutely mattered well let's go down to south beach the new york jets are taking on the miami dolphins miami is now back up to a three-point favorite minus 120 total is at 37 no mike white for the jets mike white dealing yeah. with the rib injury it'll be joe flacco but also on the miami side skylar thompson will start teddy bridgewater Healthy enough to be the backup, but that pinky finger is still not quite right. And, and Miami, by the way, still, they, they obviously need a little bit of help. Jets are officially eliminated with their mm-hmm. loss in Seattle, but Miami still can get that final wildcard spot in the AFC. Uh, you know, just, just looking at this, uh, you know, Skylar Thompson and Joe Flacco, I don't think this is what we expected. Under's already been hit. So I'm probably not going to go chase that bad number. It's down to 37. I don't necessarily disagree with the move, but maybe Jets now. I I almost was going to tease Miami early in the week when they were getting one at home and could have teased it up to seven. But now at three, do I dare tease Joe Flacco up, even (laughs) even though the Jets are eliminated? Yeah. Do I dare tease them up to nine? Because I've been having success with these, with these low totals. These totals under 40, you know, tease the underdog up, especially if they're going through at least one of the two key numbers, which you still are here. You can still get the Jets up to nine, even nine and a half at some spots. I think it's three and a half at DraftKings. And once again, the scenario for the Dolphins, they are in with a win and a Patriots loss. So the Patriots will get to that game. They're catching a touchdown on the road in Buffalo. So if the market is right in that game and the market is right in this game. The Dolphins would make the postseason. Keep that in mind. Who do you think wins this game, though? Do you think the Jets play spoiler or do the Dolphins get it done with Skylar Thompson? Mm. I think Miami wins, even though they have been in an absolute tailspin. So that's why, even with the change in quarterback, I'm not willing to lay this number with Miami. It's just on the teaser or pass for me. Yeah, who the hell knows what you're going to get from Skylar Thompson, to be quite honest. Uh, let's go to Green Bay. Lambeau Field, Sunday night football. Lions at the Packers. Now, this game is obviously contingent on what happens in the Rams-Seahawks game. If Seattle wins, Detroit is eliminated. If the Rams win, this then becomes a win-and-in playoff game to get that seventh and final seed in the NFC. But the market right now may be expecting Seattle to win because we're seeing the Packers continue to get bet. They're now up to five-point favorites, total of 49. And you know I've been riding the Packers the last few weeks, and I Mm -hmm. thought that they were going to win out. But now I think it's priced appropriately. Because keep in mind, they were laying three to Minnesota. I went ahead and laid the money line. That was a no-doubter. Yeah. But you could kind of tell that Minnesota, you know, they, they, they had those two, you know, walk-off wins basically with those Greg with those Joseph field goals. They were due to get run out by somebody, and they got run out last week in Lambeau. But now, four and a half, if, if this was like three, 
I would consider laying the pack or laying the money line here, mm -hmm. but I think this is price right. This is just one I'm going to sit back and watch or maybe bet in game, but this is a pass for me in terms of, of, of the pregame here because I think Green Bay is now appropriately priced. I think the guys that behind all the counters that put this out there, watched the screen and copied, I think they got this one absolutely right. Yeah, no, I think they got it right as well. Um, I actually ended up playing, and, and how I play this game was it's a little bit of a wild card playing into the variance, but I told you how I like the Rams plus six and a half and sprinkled a little bit on the money line. Mm -hmm. So I actually put together a little two-team parlay. Yeah. Rams-Lions money line parlay. Because if the Rams win, then it becomes a playoff game. And that if the mm -hmm. Rams win, newsflash, that number is going to crash down to maybe Green Bay laying three and a half, maybe even three. Because yeah. I, I think that number, it's very inflated that, okay, Seattle wins, Lions are eliminated. So... Yeah, you're going to get 100% effort from Detroit, yeah. but it's not going to be 110% effort where guys are playing through injuries, mm -hmm. that sort of situation. So I decided to play, get a little creative and play a little uh, two-team Moneyline parlay. Does it hit? Who knows? Uh, we need the Rams to get it done in Seattle, but if the Rams do win that game, I think you get an extra jolt there from the Lions, and it becomes a legitimate playoff game there. But uh, who do you think wins both those games? Who do you think wins Rams-Seahawks? Who do you think wins Lions? -Packers? I think the Rams upset the Seahawks, and I think Ooh. the Pack somehow pull it out. But I'm not willing to lay five and even five and a half now. I think at the stations, that's a market high here in Las Vegas. So, like I said, I've been riding Green Bay, but now I think the market catches up, and the market's always the great equalizer. So, gonna sit out at least in terms of the spread. There you go. So that would be the Packers getting the number seven seed in the NFC. Browns at the Steelers. Let's squeeze this one in here. Pittsburgh needs help to get in. They need to win. They need the Jets to win, and they also need the Bills to win. But the Steelers are laying two and a half totals at 40 and a half against Cleveland. The, uh, the Steelers have talked about, obviously, keeping that Mike Tomlin winning season thing alive. So I think, you know, besides the playoff implications, they're going to play hard. Mm -hmm. But I did tease the Browns up in this one. Even I, I think Deshaun Watson arguably played his best game, certainly played his best game last week in Washington. This is a low total game. Steelers, I think, uh, you know, at 41 or below, seven of the last eight to the under. Cleveland has been kind of an under team of mm -hmm. late. And late season division underdogs, uh, you know, have been pretty good uh, in the NFL in recent years. Uh Pittsburgh, from a schematic standpoint, the matchup is decent for them. They're beatable on the ground. They're pretty good against the pass. And Pittsburgh's defensive strength in the run game, they can maybe kind of keep the Browns at least from running all over them. But I still think that this is a good teaser leg on Cleveland. Who do you think wins the game? I think the Steelers somehow find a way. Yeah, it feels like that. I also cleave, uh, teased Cleveland. Uh, I paired that with Minnesota when I, I did the same. Half. There we go. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to be an interesting game in terms of the AFC playoff picture. I have a fifteen to one ticket on the Steelers to make the playoffs. The Mike White news kind of broke my heart a little bit. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if Joe Flacco is going to get it done, but hey, maybe Joe Flacco can turn the clock back to uh, 2012 when he had that Super Bowl run and can spoil it for the Miami Dolphins. We shall see upcoming this weekend. We will get to the rest of the game from Week 18 in the NFL. Final segment, Vsin Live Bet tonight coming up next. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Winter sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday hockey first goal insurance, Sunday football parlay insurance, and more. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet tonight. Final segment here on the program. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, at the top of the hour after us will be Matt Humans with Saturday mm-hmm. Bet Prep as the Circa Football Invitational rolls on. And our buddy James Salinas in yes. town yes. to be uh, in studio. Yes, James still a part of that contest. I believe uh, yeah. I believe the bear, Chris Felica, who... Uh, now, uh, I was going to say of ESPN, now formerly of ESPN, yes. now uh, per, part of the uh, Fox Sports family. So uh, he is still leading uh, uh, Doug Kazarian, uh, still very much in the mix. Uh, I want to see what picture Doug Kazarian sends in of his uh, precious dog, Arthur. Yeah. He, they, they dressed up for New Year's Eve because Doug does oh, like yeah. a early morning television spot on ESPN. And Doug and Arthur, I think at like, 5.30 or something Las Vegas time, Pacific time, mm-hmm. were dressed up in a tux, and Doug sent a picture, a preview pick into Matt for the uh, Saturday Bet Prep show last Friday and had Arthur in a tux, and that poor dog looked miserable. I was like, I am going to uh, call, like, you know, PETA on you for that. <laughs> you put that poor dog through torture like that? I he hope looked, Doug is watching. He looked freaking miserable. <laughs> Poor the poor guy. I, I, I've, I've seen Doug, Doug takes good care of him. Yeah, I've way. I've seen Arthur on uh, on the Twitter machine. Yes. Uh, I've seen Arthur there. So yeah. Arthur seems like he's a he's a good boy. We'll have to see what Arthur's dog of the uh, of the weekend is. But yeah. uh, you know, uh, still uh, down to the eight in the contest. Uh, Doug Kazarian, Chris the Bear, Felica number one. Doug Kazarian in there, of course. Uh, Chuck Edel, James Salinas, Randy mm-hmm. McKay, Paul Stone. So no elimination now after each week. So. It's just going to be a running tally, I believe, until the end here, and whoever has the best records taking home the 25K. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how that one shakes out. Uh, a couple of NBA scores before we get back to the NFL. Suns trail the Miami Heat 70-63 to late in the third quarter. Also, the Lakers at halftime lead the Atlanta Hawks 70-49. to Lakers now laying 14-and-a-half. Went off as three-point dogs. Anything for you in the association before we... Uh... Yeah, n- no- nothing for me right now, so... Uh... All right. Well, we, we got to get through this NFL week to 18 <laughs> somehow gonna... if I actually speak quickly and don't ramble on. I was going to say, we got seven minutes left. You ready to go rapid fire? Yeah, Here go. we go. Let's go to your old neck of the woods. Indianapolis Colts hosting the Houston Texans. Colts right now, two and a half point favorites, total 38. Lovey Smith, if uh, you are an NFL historian, Femi, and I know that you are, mm-hmm. remember he was in this position at one point with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, sir. And they tanked that final game to get the number one pick, which ended up being Jameis Winston. So mm-hmm. could history repeat itself? But I hope man, so. <laughs> the Colts, I, I, I'm... If I play this, it might be on like a money line parlay with like a really big favorite that I'm pretty sure is going to win. But the Colts, uh, you know, the Colts probably knowing their luck, they're going to actually show pride and probably play one of their best games of the season. But where I'd really probably bet this, even though it's a low total, 
is go over the 38. We haven't seen mm. a lot of movement here. Now, these are the th- two of the three worst scoring offenses. Denver also down there is the third in the league. But this is the last game of the year. It's 2-13-1 against 4-11-1. Bombs away. I don't think you're going to see a lot of defense in this game, despite the fact that it's Sam Ellinger going for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I played Colts money line minus 145. Uh, I know the Houston players will be trying their hardest, but the organization is incentivized to lose. try to lock up that first pick. Uh, that was my handicap for the game. Hopefully it doesn't burn me and the Colts show up and win. Uh, let's go to the San Francisco and Arizona game. Niners, 14-point favorites, total 39-and-a-half. Oh, dear. Don't see that big of a spread usually with that low of a total. Yeah, and, and look, uh, I think San Francisco still has a scenario mm-hmm. where they can get the number one seed. Philly would have to lose, yes. Yes, yes, which I, which I don't anticipate happening, but that's obviously been priced in, and we know Arizona – you know, DOA here. It's good. I think it's going to be McSorley, uh, correct? Uh, Blau. Oh, it is going to be David Blau. Blau okay. Yeah. Look, Cliff Kingsbury, if you're a trend person, 17, five and two as a road underdog, that's 77%. So it's a big number. I'm definitely not laying it. Yeah. That's what I'm staying away from. Chargers will be in Denver to take on the Broncos. Broncos right now, three point favorites, total of 40. But this game, we saw the move to Denver because of the time slot for Cincinnati yeah. and Baltimore. If the Bengals win, Chargers can't improve their seating. So the market's anticipating that we'll see the Chargers yeah. backups. And uh, I have this in a in a contest, so I actually need the Chargers to win, to go ahead and win the win total and not mm. push. But I don't know what they're going to do. I have, not, I have not bet this game as of yet because of exactly why you explained. And, you know, Denver, it's been this, – this might be a game – we're all of a sudden Denver, and look, they showed an effort last week after after Nathaniel Hackett got fired. Mm-hmm. They, that was probably one of their better efforts of the season. Could have won. At Kansas City. Yeah, they could have won. That game was in doubt in the fourth quarter, so maybe this is a game where Denver kind of rises up a little bit, where they show a little bit of pride. It's a division rival, and I know you're seeing the Broncos lay in three, and it looks ridiculous, but... That'd be the only way I would look. Yeah, I think Denver wins the game, ultimately. I do, too. Um, let's go to Atlanta. The Falcons are hosting the Bucks Right now, Atlanta, four-point favorites. Totals at 40-and-a-half. How long do we think that Tom Brady is going mm-hmm. to play? We know, apparently, that he is going to start mm-hmm. because that that's what he wants to do. He does not want to sit. So they're going to start, but we've seen this scenario play out before in New England where he played at least a half, and that's what I think this is going to be. So... That's why you're seeing, I think, uh, uh, I'm just going to look at the first half really quickly here. Yeah. I know we want to get through these. It but could be a first half play. That That's what I think you're going to see a lot of people do is play this first half, that the starters go ahead and go, and then obviously rest because we know Tampa Bay locked into the four, probably getting Dallas in that 5-4 matchup on NFC wildcard weekend. So nothing for me here, but I could certainly understand if you want to play Tampa on the first half. Yeah, I think Atlanta wins, but the Bucks will probably be out there for three to four series. Unders, by the way, eleven and five this year. Uh, Todd Bowles on the road, considering his time with Tampa Bay and the Jets, twenty six and fourteen on the road to the under. I could see this being a very low scoring game. Cowboys at the Commanders, Dallas seven point favorites, total of forty. I actually did bet the Commanders at plus seven and a half. Same here, here. Sam Howell. Dallas hasn't seen him. So, look, maybe the guy's going to be rusty like Foles was in his first start on Monday Night Football against the Chargers. But, you know, I think Washington is going to try here. And I think Washington kind of got a little embarrassed. Ron Rivera didn't know at the end that they could be eliminated. He's been the running joke and the running punchline in NFL circles. So, I think I think the young kid, Hal, and Hal is a kid, by the way, that can run a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. He's not a statue in the pocket, so... I wonder Dallas, too, even though it's on at the same time, how much scoreboard watching they're going to be doing. If they're yeah. going to see, okay, you know, 10 minutes in the game, 14 nothing Eagles, how long do you see Micah Parsons and Dak and yeah, all I, the starting offensive linemen and Zeke, et cetera, et cetera, in the game? I think we see Dallas play the first half. They reassess at halftime. Yeah. If the Eagles are up big like we're expecting – that's when I think you see Dallas pull some of those guys out because they'll be locked into the five seed. Uh, I think uh, I, I think Dallas maybe wins. I don't know. Maybe Commanders might win the game. Who the hell knows? Um, but I think Dallas, let's say Dallas wins the game close or something by three or whatever. Uh, the Panthers taking on the Saints. Saints three-and-a-half-point favorites at even money there. Uh, total 42. Well, this is, about, this is about a game I have no interest really in yep. betting. If you made me. <laughs> Same. 
<laughs> I would just take the underdog just on principle if, if you made me, but yeah. nobody's making me, at least that I know of. I, maybe, maybe Carolina wins to try to win one for Steve Wilkes there. Right. Uh, the Patriots are in Buffalo. The Bills laying seven, total 43 and a half. I'm expecting that to be uh, quite the scene in Western New York. Yeah, I think so as well. Obviously, uh, so much emotion based on uh, what we saw on Monday night and really throughout the week. Uh, I don't know what to do here. I mean, I would lean New England just on the fact that they're still a very good defense. Mm-hmm. And and seven seems high, but this is one probably if everything involved, I'm going to stay away from. Yeah, Buffalo, I think, wins the game there. I, I don't, I'm not even sure if I'd even use this as a teaser. It just seems like a whole lot of uncertainty yeah. with that game. Baltimore at Cincinnati, Bengals laying nine, total 39 and a half. Maybe Huntley, maybe Anthony yeah. Brown at quarterback for Baltimore. Now, uh, now I took ten when this popped. I actually did the same. And 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 because I think it's the same principle. And all all these guys are running quarterbacks. Like nobody's Lamar. I get it. But but Huntley and I think Anthony Brown have the you know ability to run the offense. And then also the Bengals. They've got emotion. They have to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, based on what has happened. Uh, they've already won the AFC North. Now they don't want it to come down to a coin toss for that wild card game. But I bet the uh, Ravens plus 10. Yeah, I think Ravens plus 10 was the bet to make. Bengals win the game. Finally, Vikings at the Bears. Vikings laying six, total 42 and a half. Yeah, I bet the Vikings on a teaser down to one and a half. It is Peterman going, but the Bears did see a little money. I'm seeing five and a half now on the market. I laid some Minnesota one and a half early Monday morning, and I took some Bears seven and a half earlier today. Let's hope, middle. let's hope this thing lands in somewhere the in the middle. Uh, but I think the Vikings ultimately win the game. That does it for us here this week on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. For Wes Reynolds, I'm Femi Abebefe. For our producer, Matt Santos, and the entire crew behind the glass, we wish you all the best of luck. Coming up next, Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Eumanns here on VEASAN the Sports. Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.